0: Good evening. Good morning. My name is Thomas Steininger. I welcome you to Radio Evolve, our global webcast for consciousness and culture. I'm happy to have uh, this time with me, Mariana Knuth from Zimbabwe. Mariana, welcome to Radio Wolf. Thank you. I'm very excited uh, to be able to talk to you. Uh, you are in Zimbabwe and uh, you uh, grew up partly in Europe, in Denmark, uh, but your uh, family roots are also partly in Zimbabwe, and you are involved and the, the, uh, the co-founder of a learning village, Kowunda, which is uh, working with Waldorf Pedagogic in, uh, in Africa, and uh, just a week ago you had an all-African anthroposophic conference and I would love to talk with you about a living-learning village uh, and the experience of living-learning uh, village, also with Val of Pedagogic in Zimbabwe. And I also would love to talk with you about anthroposophy and Africa, because uh many people around the globe do know anthroposophy, but they usually, I think, don't associate it with Africa. And I would like to hear your experience, uh, how, uh, how, how does it come that you bring anthroposophy to, uh, to Africa? How is the experience of doing that? And how, the, how, how is this relationship between, uh, this specific form of, uh, kind of a spiritual science and, uh, all what Africa has to give for the world? So maybe to start with, um, do you want to say some words of what you're doing in, in Zimbabwe? What is your work? Uh, uh, what is the, the, the what is Kufunda? Uh, what are you working there?
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so Kufunda means learning in the local language Shona. So we are um, we're a learning village, and we were started uh, about 17 years ago from uh, a sense that there is so much in communities in, in Zimbabwe, a lot of uh, wisdom, a lot of wealth, but which is not acknowledged and celebrated and therefore not fully used. And so Kufunda is a, a learning village that is um, seeking to support uh, individuals and communities um, to return to a sense of their own capacity and their own wisdom and their own wealth. And so it's we work with um with rural communities we work with uh women we do women's empowerment programs we work with young people um uh inspiring youth leadership so uh, different domains but the 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 at the at the core is the sense of um in order to move forward we have to embrace um and really build on the best of what is already and so i i came out of a um, seeing how much what is in Africa was um, was really more focused on what it doesn 't have rather than what is here, and so Kufunda is coming from the almost like the opposite standpoint rather than saying what do we what do people need we 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 ask the question, what do we have and what can we do with that mm-hmm. um, and so and so yeah, so we work uh, with almost all domains um I think similar in, in, in a sense as I'm learning my way into Anthroposophy it's like there's an idea and then it inspires many areas. So Kofunda works with eco-building and we work with um, organic farming and we work with um, yeah with personal development and with community um, engagement. So, so the different areas um, that all are connected to this uh, impulse of um, building of, on the best of, of what is already. And, and finding ways to expand it. Mm. Um, and and through that, we began to see that um, a lot of the young people we were working with, we had to spend a lot of time on helping them unlearn much of what they'd been taught in the formal school system. Um, and a lot of times that teaching was actually limiting their sense of creativity, imagi- imagination, imagination, self-confidence and so as we so we've been with Kufunda for 17 years um I was younger when I started Kufunda and, and the people who I started with so as we grew older and we had our own children we said mm-hmm. we don't want to send our children into these school systems that are actually um hampering the confidence and imagination and creativity of of of, of the children and so and so that was our way in to, um, to Waldorf. Um, when I was growing up in Denmark, I, I didn't go to Waldorf school, but I had lots of friends. And so that was the first point of call for me to go back and and try and understand a bit more. What is this Waldorf? And could it be something that could serve us in terms of what we believe we need? Um, so although we want to work with what's here, local wisdom, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we can't bring in an impulse from outside that feels like it could serve that and so for us and our experience of waldorf so far has been that it really um it really encourages each child to flourish in their way it really supports them in developing their continuing to explore and experience and develop their own creativity and and imagination and so it it for us waldorf is is so aligned with with our aim and purpose mm. as kufunda uh,
0: and just, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just um, for uh, the listeners, but also for me to get a, a clear image of uh, Kufunda as a place. Uh, mm-hmm. is this, are, are 20 people living there? Are 200 people living there? Is this mm-hmm. an urban village or are you uh, very much in, in the rural, in the countryside where nobody is? Or what are people uh, living on? And uh, are, how many children do you have? Do you do, do have just a primary school? Do you have high schools? Uh, what professions are there? Just that we get a feel of the place that you're working there.
1: Mm, mm, great. Um, so uh, we are, <laughs> so the African family is always growing and then there's cousins and aunts and people coming in and out. So we're about 70 people at Kufunda. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a little less sometimes a little more but then also a lot of people that are that are part of Kufunda that are not on this piece of land um, of Kofunda um, yeah so so in the but about 70 to 80 who are, who are, who are actively living here um, the school is still small kindergarten and primary yeah. and we have 45 children um, and currently up to class five and then each year we're growing so next year we'll have class six and then class seven, and so, so we go. Um, a lot of people are already saying they'd love to see a high school, but even to start a primary school is a big job. So, so I think the high school will, uh, will, will still be a ways away. Um, and then Kufunda is this interesting mix. So we're a learning village, so people are living here and working Um, but at the same time we're also learning we're also a center so a a place that's employing people so we are some kind Mm -hmm. of a hybrid between a community and an organization right um and so we are yeah so we're we're doing um we've recently this last year shifted from our organic farming into biodynamic which has been Mm -hmm. very exciting so we're growing food um we we know how to build um but obviously not building all the time so we do, we do eco building um we have a lot of so uh, simple building processes that we also teach rural communities so building wood saving stoves um building composting toilets um uh, building with rammed earth and with cob um we have a herbal laboratory that's growing and processing um herbs for, for health and, and uh, well-being. Um, and then the core of Kufunda is around the programs. So we have these programs that people from communities come for a week at a time, two weeks at a time. And so we're a residential learning center. People come and they, they learn here with us. Um, yeah, as I said, youth programs, women's programs, farmers' programs. Um, yeah, so we're, we're an active learning center that also is seeking to um, become a little bit more of a microcosm so we're trying to find our way also into what's the economy of growing and producing processing uh, what's needed but also what we can sell for our own income Mm -hmm. so that side uh, the economy side is still is still something that we're uh, learning our way into but it's uh, yeah it's, it's exciting it's It's moving from just being a center to being really a living village where everything is happening.
0: Right, right. You said uh, when you started particularly schooling that one of your emphasis you started with was to unlearn. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
0: Can you say a little more unlearning of what?
1: So I... I used to joke that I was a recovering school child, <laughs> uh-huh. so i did I did my primary schooling in Denmark, but I did my high school a big part of my high school I did in zimbabwe and um and it's an, it's an old British education system here still mm-hmm. and so um I mean, what I still remember and what I see in the in the young people coming out of the system is competition is very strong so every every term you have your your tests your exams and you're rated so if you have a class of 35 you know who was number one and who was number 35 and it's really drilled into you that you know you're only actually a worthwhile human being if you're in the top five or top 10 you know so any, anything less is is not very good so this there's, there's this thing of and it's, it's all academic knowledge so it's academic knowledge and and there's a competitive spirit and and the children are really you know the reports every term depends on how well someone did in maths and english and so this belief that then comes um is is number one that the world is very academic and and number two if I'm not very good at it then mm-hmm. um then i'm a failure and even if I am good at it, I did it pretty well at school, but there was still this i don 't know it was still it was like uh, the inner life of the student is not at all tended to the feeling realm. is not at all. Um, it's not at all something that is, is, is being focused on inspiration. Um, meaning, um, is, is completely absent in that education system. And, um, and then the way it's been done, Kufunda, we are out in the countryside. Um, so we're about half an hour from Harari. Um, but in Zimbabwe, that really is that we're, you know, we have our neighbors is quite far away. It's farmland. Um, and so the local school before we started our school, um, is not very good. The classes are very large and, um, and the pass rate for O level, which is just before the end of high school, but most Zimbabwean young people don't go further than that. The pass rate on average is twenty percent, so eighty percent of all Zimbabwean school children fail their um, their high school mm. even before high school, um, which means that they come out feeling that they 're a failure and, and so we 've had young people come in and, and that 's been their introduction to us you know oh i failed i 'm not very intelligent, so i 'm just sitting at home and so it's this, so this is what you get to work with when you then start taking on young people and and so for us it's like how can we these are not problems these are you know human beings each one that has a journey and a destiny and a capacity but it's quite hidden at this time and so when I speak of unlearning it's really to support them in letting go of this idea that they're stupid and they're failures and begin to even connect to a different way of um, thinking about themselves, connecting to what do I actually love doing? Where do I feel that I can find? Where's my passion? Where's my, and then out of that, slowly, slowly begin to tend to a sense of, uh, capacity and inspiration and excitement to, to come into learning and to come back into a place where as a young person, I can begin to expand and follow my interest and curiosity.
0: Yeah. Uh, one question I had um, uh, when when you mentioned this unlearning in, in the context of uh, Zimbabwe as an African land uh, and also what you mentioned that the education system still is very much uh, grounded in, in the British education system that, uh, of course, the British education system, like any European uh, education system, is deeply uh, grounded in a particular European uh, modernist perspective. And that, uh, my guess is, uh, in a country, uh, in, in, in any non-European country, this is, to a degree, also an import from a different world. And to find your mm-hmm. own dignity, you also have to find your own roots, your own traditions, and also your own way... Uh, what uh, education and what uh, enlightenment is about uh, and and how how to learn and not to learn how to be European but uh, to learn Mm -hmm. how to be uh, Zimbabwean and and, and what does that Mm -hmm. mean? So um, I guess that is a question that uh, uh, plays a role also uh, in in your school and in in your village and of course... um, Waldorf school also comes from Europe, so uh, mm-hmm. first uh, w- would you agree that this is a real issue for a, 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 an education project in, in Zimbabwe to find your ownness there uh, as, as a country, mm-hmm. as a continent, as a culture and uh, what's your experience doing this?
1: I mean I think this is a critical critical question and and I think I, I mean I think this is probably an yeah it's an essential question um finding our ownness and you know I don't know in 10 years maybe we'll have taken what we're learning from Waldorf and completely transformed it I'm not sure mm-hmm. but at this point um Waldorf offers more in that direction I would say Mm -hmm. so simply by virtue of it being at all levels head hands and heart you know so the children are out there um learning to grow things um learning to build and so then they're learning to make pottery so for example in the class threes that is a very practical year we've brought in the different members of the community and the village who will teach the children about pottery ah yes who what other crafts do we have so so in in many ways in particular that year, is feels very African because mm-hmm. we're bringing the handwork of our place. Um, we're still working with, like, for creation stories, um, not just choosing the, you know, not just sharing the Christian creation story, but what are creation stories from, from this part of the world? So so I think we're doing something within the framework of the world of curriculum to give it a, a life that's true to where we are and that it finds its um, African expression, um, but we are following a curriculum that is coming from Europe. And so, yeah, so I, 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 I hear your question, but what I'm seeing as it's playing out here is um, yeah. Children who are nourished with um, with, yeah, with enough. So it's almost like the, the structure and the container of Waldorf is large enough to hold some of the African soul mm-hmm. and to let that come to life in the children at the same time that it's bringing in something that's new and different you know so some of the watercolor painting we wouldn't be doing if we weren't Waldorf and and but I see how the children love it but then what they paint is something that's in in our landscape here you know so um yeah so I'm I'm very happy with it we we had a few parents concerned um and and but then it's been really rich conversations around what what else can we bring in from our culture and tradition in a way that fits in with our understanding of of what the children need when, um, and so we've actually invited some of those parents to come in and and, and contribute. Yeah. So it feels like it's a conversation. Yeah. Um, it's, it's
0: interesting yeah. because uh, I have a friend who is involved in Waldorf-Pedagogic uh, on a global scale. So he, he's traveling, in fact, to Turkey, to Singapore, to China, uh, to, uh, to Brazil, um, uh, teaching uh, Waldorf-Pedagogic. And one thing, because he's German, is how these experiences, particularly in China, uh, starts to change Waldorf. Because things that are are very obvious um, how you do this in uh, Central Europe uh, look very different in China, and uh, it's a learning experience. And I guess uh, that Kofunda is one of these places where these creative meeting points of let's call it spiritual cultures. Uh, I mean, you, you touched on it when you uh, uh, when you were mentioning there's the European Christian. A creation story and uh, the African creation stories, and somehow uh, in the families uh, they meet, and you ha- you, you mm-hmm. find your own way how to go about this. What 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 is your experience of doing this? What uh, what are the learnings that you're finding there? Mm.
1: Mm. Well, I think I think the first piece for me is we've had we've had many people w- with a Waldorf background who've come to kufunda to help and support us and some have come with a very kind of closed-minded this is how it's meant to be full stop mm. you know and right. <laughs> what are you doing and and then others have really come with uh, with a uh, a real it almost to me it almost feels like a, a kind of a an alive it's like it's like Waldorf. Um, 2019 and it's not that you're taking anything away from the essence but it is now it's here what is it meant to look like and and breathe like here and so in terms of us still being new in Waldorf to have those guides who are really encouraging us to find a way that resonates with what is here has been so helpful and when we've had the guides that have been very very staunch about how it's meant to be that's been very limiting um and so i i i so one of the lessons for me is simply um it's simply about yeah the the people that are supporting it and 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 what space is there for making something our own and we started our conversation at at that place and and so and then for me the second learning has been the further in we've gone and this is actually how we've ended up much more deeply into Anthroposophy is in the beginning, I feel like we were just copying a little bit. What's Waldorf? What do we understand? And we've got, we've got, uh, we've got some teachers that have Waldorf background and experience, but but even as, as a whole, it was like not really a deeper understanding. And then the more we went in to understand it, the more we entered into Anthroposophy. And and then for me, that was such a delight because I feel like Kufunda really springs from the spiritual Mm-hmm. faith in all of us, you know, in humanity and nature and 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 that we all have to grow into who we really are and that's a life journey, maybe many lives journey. And and so there's something about I don't know, so for me the, the I think the what I'm trying to say is there's something about needing to enter into the heart of actually anthroposophy out of which Waldorf has come. And then out of which biodynamic farming has come. And suddenly I feel like our farming at Kofunda has come to life in a different way because it's not just a physical act of being with the land, but it's, there's a, there's an understanding that is um, affirming something of what we've been feeling and talking about very incompletely. And then suddenly here's a, here's a a lineage that's bringing um, spirit. Really uh, fully into nature, mm-hmm. and so um, I feel like you know if I then go to the other extreme of culture, I, I feel like we 've met something in anthroposophy that goes beyond african german, Chinese, and we are um, yeah and so and so uh, we 're landing it here we 've like caught it and we 're landing it here and and it 's working for people you know i 'm half Danish, but even the people that are fully Zimbabwean are. Mm-hmm. Um, inspired and excited by both Waldorf and the biodynamic farming, and the work that we're doing in terms of our personal personal work at Kufunda. So mm-hmm. we we've um, we've also started doing some readings together to understand more fully um, collectively, like what is what is here and how can it serve us in our mm-hmm. own inner work.
0: Let me let me use this uh, and also uh, mention. You organized an all-African Anthroposophic conference um, just a week ago, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, a pre-conversation, you 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 were saying it, that you're very excited about it. Just tell us a little bit what happened in this week. What made you so excited? And what is an all-African Anthroposophic conference? What were you talking about?
1: Mm-hmm. So. Um... It's, uh, it's headed up, uh, by a woman called, uh, Michaela Gluckler, who used to be the head of the medical section at, uh, in, in Dornach Mm -hmm. and, um, through our world of connection, a group of us from Kufunda landed up in Cape town two years ago at a, at a, at a medical training conference, um, that had been happening in South Africa for the last five years, um, we didn't. We didn't really. We weren't planning to go, but uh, we learned that although the intention originally had been for medical staff, it was because there weren't enough anthroposophic doctors. It was an anthroposophic conference. Um, they had opened it to be for the doctors, for the farmers, for the educators, um, mm-hmm. for the nurses, and so we came in to learn about Waldorf and dropped into this world that was um, just very. Um, Exciting to us um, because there were people from all over Africa. It was the first time that it had been so—I um, was going to say global—but so f- full with with uh, with many African countries. And out of that conference, it was decided that it should be held. It should no longer be the medical training. It should be the all Africa anthroposophic training to happen um, once a year in a different African country. Mm-hmm. And so last year it was in Kenya. And, and my husband and I and a few people from from Kufunda went. And at the end of the Kenyan training, um, I kind of offered that we would do the next one at Kufunda. And so we just completed Tuesday last week. We had about 120 people from all over Africa, but especially Eastern and Southern Africa at Kufunda. So countries that have never come to Kufunda before, Um and uh, and we were in a very deep dive, a seven day um, residential um, anthroposophic, really a training. So there were um, people would choose which area, again, biodynamic, um, uh, working with family culture, working with um, nursing, medicine, world of kindergarten, world of primary. So several module tracks people choose and then it was um, those were afternoon sessions and in the mornings we were all doing we started with Eurythmi and then we would go off in small groups to do nature observation and tech study and in the evening lectures to pull it all together and I think what was exciting for me was because it was in Zimbabwe we could invite a lot of our community leaders, um, partner organizations, that have for many years come to Kufunda and enjoyed how we work. Um, but to give them a taste to say, here, here's something that we're exploring at the moment, you know, so come and learn with us. And, uh, and people were so deeply inspired. And and the time I feel like to take the time every day to spend almost an hour over an hour in a small group, going out, observing nature and reflecting on it. Um And seeing, you know, for me, it took me to a whole other level of what is available locally in terms of wealth and wisdom. I I was opened to the sense of how much nature has to teach us, um, which I've known for a long time. But to spend this time at Kufunda with our trees and our plants and 120 people going out every day to look and study the process of opening of um, of adapting, of um, growing, of fruiting, of and and then and then related to ourselves. So the theme was around um, personal personal development and social competence, mm-hmm. and how much nature was teaching us was was quite was yeah it was extraordinary. And I'm just giving one example um, of of a highlight um, of being in this real deepening um, with a with a large group of people. From different African countries, who have a similar vision of developing and growing together, individually and together, and this awareness that it's really deep work that's needed. You know, it's um, we really have to, yeah, make a commitment to our own inner path so that we can bring something of real value and nourishment to our outer um, situation.
0: Hmm. When you say deep work, uh, what are you referring to?
1: Hmm. I I have the sense of, uh, and I guess that's my dream for the children, is that we allow them to stay awake, but also support them in further really waking to themselves. Um, And so the deep work that I'm referring to is the work of, I mean, we we spoke a lot during the last week. We also did take study on a a book of Steiner's um, Knowledge of Higher Worlds and and so worked very explicitly with this notion of a higher self. Um, And how do we allow that part of us to wake and to be in the driver's seat as opposed to the lower uh, kind of more knee jerk um, habitual patterns part of ourselves mm-hmm. and 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 that 's work to to keep making the choice for compassion, reverence um, meaning um, it's so it 's so easy to switch off you know, come home, turn on the <laughs> t not, v not nothing against t v but it's there's something so when you spend a week like that with people that are really in learning and really wanting to be in service. And then you realize, wow, like the commitment to live every day like that, not not just these special moments. um, That's work. That really is work. That when I find myself getting upset and beginning to shout at someone or or complain about something, how can I take hold of myself? Can I find my center can I make a choice to look in a different way at this person um, with less judgment, with more patience, um, the work to continue to go out and experience and connect with nature with awe and curiosity. Um, yeah. It's, it's wonderful, but it's work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um Excuse me if I ask this question in, in a maybe abstract way, but uh, I, I, I really would like to know what you think that Africa can learn from Anthroposophy?
1: You know, did you said, would I, do I think that we can learn from Anthroposophy?
0: Yeah, so to start with, yes.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Yes, for sure. Um, I think this is where, for me, it goes beyond the cultures. It's something about, and I, and I think there's many paths, you know, anthroposophy you know, is like not the only one, but, but it's, again, back to this essence of waking up to who I am, to my higher purpose, each and every one of us, to my capacity and to what i may therefore bring into being in the world and and then when you come out of a history where you've been told that you are less than primitive or oh, oh, so many things then it's very hard to it's very hard to grow into this sense of dignity and wisdom and Mm. capacity and so my sense is that and it's a fine edge you know so you and that's why i specifically made the reference to the challenge when the anthroposophist comes in with their box and says you have to fit into this for me that's not helpful and then it goes Mm. against it, it doesn't even matter how brilliant what they bring is it goes against what actually needs to happen but when it's some pointers and some guidelines and some practices that can support me in my journey of waking up to who I am and how I can live more more human dignified existence then I say yes thank you you know so it was beautiful to watch every evening people were sharing insights and highlights from the day and so to watch one of our we have a man who's a, a medicine man and a poet and and so again for him to just take what he was learning and make it his and bring it out with his with his beautiful poetry mm-hmm. that gave me a sense of worlds meeting in a beneficial way mm-hmm. and 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 actually then the gift because it was I was a bit nervous because the people teaching were mostly from Germany and Switzerland and South Africa um so and kufunda normally we you know people here teaching are are, are black and are from Zimbabwe and so it, mm-hmm. it there was a sense ooh this is quite you know, an, an import of of foreigners to teach us had a slight edge to it for me, but what it what it did was because the people who came came with um, open hearts and with respect, and so for for me that it it's not that now because of colonialism we have to close ourselves off to anything that comes from outside, but we have to be very careful of who we invite in to be alongside us and and for me last week was really a, about um cultures meeting and um and a particular teaching being offered that could then find its way to um yeah to be received and made into what it 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 needs to be for the people here mm-hmm. um and it's obviously a long journey for many this was their first uh connection with with uh, with this impulse but it but it several people came to me and said this was one of the most um, profound weeks for them at Kufunda, and so i yeah. i i have to trust that
0: yeah, yeah. you mentioned um that uh, there was uh, also a medicine man uh, joining the training and you also yeah. mentioned uh, the term of uh, meeting of cultures uh, is there mm-hmm. something specific where anthroposophy and traditional African wisdom does meet? Do, 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 do you see this a, a meeting ground where something comes together that beyond the different uh, culture backgrounds also belongs together?
1: Um, um, I, mean, I, I think so. In In many... One evening, Michaela started to talk about reincarnation and I thought, oh, wow, <laughs> that's a small topic to drop in. <laughs> and then just a few days ago, I had a conversation with, uh, with one of our teachers who's a, a uh-huh. black Zimbabwe and she's like, this is just how our ancestors... And then she started explaining how the traditional um, ancestry understanding of, of, of the, of the Shona actually completely tied in with some of what Michaela had been talking about. So it also feels a bit like it's a being given back some of what was here that was then um, denied people are very Christian here, like very Uh uh, in in a particular way. Um, And so there's, yeah, so there's a, even just anthroposophic medicine is much more holistic, which is also the the traditional ways here are, are so holistic. So it does feel like there's a space for, for meeting and shared learning. I would say this, the last week was maybe there wasn't the full balance to really give the African expression so much space. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are, you know, the next one is going to be in Tanzania and we're already talking about how could the program be changed. So we still have the richness of the offering, but also let it then, yeah, have, have more space where some of the African counterparts and experiences Mm can, can, can really be expressed and then explored as a, as a real meeting. So I I think we had a taste of it. That was very small Uh and that, that made us want to, um, to explore more how that might be, how that might be supported.
0: That really brings me to my next question Um, W- and, and it's a big one uh, sorry about it again but I'm just curious about your thoughts uh, in this what do you think that anthroposophy can learn from Africa
1: <laughs> that is a big question and I feel like I'm still I hear crazy. that
0: and if it's just an intuition yeah. and, uh, but you you seem to be also okay. Exactly at this meeting point where these two mm-hmm. whatever come together, and and, mm-hmm. and you just mm-hmm. also brought that you had, you, had a, you got a taste of the other side, that like, and in mm-hmm. Tanzania you even want to go there. So maybe there's mm-hmm. some intuition, some vision, uh what the other side has to bring.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah, so thank you for using the word intuition, because then I I feel a bit more comfortable to speak. I'm not sure that I have the answer to that question, but I think there's something. Yeah, so my I'm, my, my hands are on my heart. There's something about uh-huh. the, this, yeah, there's something about that realm of 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 knowing through the heart, and um, and I know that we're in a journey from. You know, the purely intellectual to the heart. That's not that also is still connected to the mind. But and I so this. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I can answer, it, but I, but I think it has something to do with the very deep feeling realm that is very alive and um, and well still I think in Africa. Um,
0: Maybe it's also a learning a learning curve not to ask so mind oriented questions. <laughs> Because it's interesting that you uh, that you uh, really go directly to the heart. Because I mean, there is something um, uh, with the African heart uh, that uh, seems to be on. The, if you just think on a global scale, where cultures meet, where Africa has so much to give, and uh, where I, I'm sure there is also something that it. Let's go. When there's a meeting or whatever it will happen, also in 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 this meeting of Anthroposophy in Africa, that that you're obviously facilitating there, uh the African heart uh will be part of this.
1: Mm, mm. And I think there was something about Kufunda and the land, you know. So we were 120 people. We've yeah. never had that many people for a workshop at Kufunda. We've had them like for a day, seven days, and yet it it felt things were were so smooth and it and it and it didn't feel like we were that many Uh so there was something about both how the village was holding us the the land was holding us so I have a sense that so much happened that we can't even really from a mind place exactly put our fingers on but things were enabled due to being held on this particular piece of land with the big granite rocks and uh-huh. the, you know, the African rondavel and the women cooking in the kitchen with joy. And so there was something about also being in a lived experience of, um, a village and community that I think really infused the whole week, which had nothing to do with the, the lectures in the evenings or the, mm-hmm. some of the workshops, but, but actually was the ground on which all of this took place. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Who were the people who came? I mean, the African people, oh, uh, 120 people uh, being interested in that is, is, is quite remarkable. Well, uh, which walks of life did the people come from?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, most, uh, the biggest groups that are, that have now been coming for a few of these are the farmers, the biodynamic farmers. So from different countries that are, um, and the teachers. So there's, you know, growing numbers of Waldorf teachers in, in the continent. Uh-huh. And then we are um, really discovering a desire to reach out to nurses and doctors. And so it's interesting also that it's it's coming in through these professional streams. Um, but yeah, but the teachers and the doctors, so, so teachers from different Waldorf schools in East Africa, in Southern Africa, and people that are beginning or have been on the path with biodynamic farming, those would be the most. And, uh, and obviously for this one, more people from Zimbabwe, but, uh, I think about half were coming from other African countries, maybe mm. a bit more than half even. Mm. And then the rest from Zimbabwe. And it was wonderful. So for me, this is my third one. And I, I have the sense that I have a, 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 a circle of, brothers and sisters from Uganda and Kenya and Ethiopia and Namibia. It's, it's really wonderful. And that we're in this, um, yeah, inquiry, like how do we enliven education? How do we, how do we farm with reverence? Mm. How do we, how do we return to, because for me, the nursing, for example, is also actually about giving people back their power. So mm-hmm. the, the workshop on anthroposophic nursing was, was really bringing together with the question of, and what do we know from herbal African nursing? Um, because here often, you know, your child gets sick. The first thing you do is go to the clinic and get some some tablets. But, but people know that there's alternatives. But again, they've been educated, I'd say brainwashed into Western medicine. Um, and so again, letting go of their own knowledge. So... Um, so this is an invitation to take that back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and maybe that is a gift also to Anthroposophy, for us to get more clear and confident in sharing what is the knowledge from here, in terms of health, in terms of um, farming, in terms of, um, even in terms of some of the spiritual uh, work of our of our <clears throat> healers. Oh, yes. um, I don't know. I, I'm curious. Like, would... Yeah. would the people on the other side be interested in learning more from that perspective actually
0: that's a good big question also <laughs>
1: um, mm-hmm.
0: as we also come to the end of our time here um, oh, what, what will be the next steps I mean you, you were talking about there will be next conference in Tanzania but obviously something got ignited in this week that you had there and uh, what's next from this
1: um, well, we're having a, a, a session on Friday at Kufunda to do our review to see what comes next. We um, we had a small meeting with a lot of community organizers before they left uh, Kufunda, so the Zimbabwean other from other communities to hear what had happened for them and what they wanted, and it feels like it's put us in a position as Kufunda to really support more of 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 the this learning um into Zimbabwe and so so yes there's Tanzania but what we are actually thinking is to uh to develop an annual specifically inspired meeting in Zimbabwe um so for people from here uh we've been helping with the Waldorf kindergarten um uh, uh, training um for several years uh but but we've never done anything around world of education. We've not done anything formally on biodynamic farming, um, on the nursing. So we suddenly were like, ah, but why don't we keep bringing people together to be in this path of learning with each other? And, uh, and once a year, we, we, we bring in some resource people, maybe not from Germany, for, but from South Africa, yeah. maybe wherever they are. Um, so that feels very excited exciting that we, we're growing a community of, of, of people that are wanting to go further together with this with this work
0: Marianne we are at the end of our time thank you so much for sharing your experience and sh- uh, also thank you so much for the work that you're doing there and I think just to to see how uh, something is meeting here uh, meeting here uh, in in uh, Kufunda village, uh, meeting also in, in, in this circle of people that you're describing uh, allows us also to, to see how we can benefit from each other. And uh, the question of oh, how much is the European side willing to learn also, I think, is is really a standing question that I just would like to to leave like this. But maybe for a conversation at some point. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I think. Uh, It's wonderful that you're doing this work. Thank you for sharing it with us.
1: Mm, Thank you. Thank you for inviting me onto this program.